Hey y'all, welcome to G Vibes. It's your girl G9 in the building. You know the vibes. I got my guy here. And I want you to say your name and your Instagram said for us, please. Well. Okay. Start. <laughs> Ready? Oh my god. He's a Libra, y'all. Check him in. Check y'all out. <laughs> so my name is Christian Leal. Um, everyone knows me on Instagram as at crazy.kid. That's also my social media is down below. Period. Um, honestly, to be honest. What 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 y'all want to know? <laughs> he ready? Say I'm ready. ready. Say I'm ready. I'm ready. Can we cuss here a little bit? Yes, you could cuss. Oh, bitch, I'm ready. <laughs> Check him in. Okay, I want to say this. He is so dope. Let me tell you, he was an interview I did on LA Fame. Um, is it LA Fame? Yes, okay. LA Fame's um red carpet they had. He was one of the makeup artists. That's where I met him. He's been cool ever since. Check him out. Makeup is great. Man, we probably need to do a tutorial one day on my face. Girl, huh? I'll glam you for sure. Look at the glam. He I ready to glam. I don't really wear makeup. Can you make me feel like I should wear makeup? After? I, look, we can even hit like a no effort, like dewy, glowy skin within, and we can give you like cake, but like glam goddess, like literally. Oh, I feel that. Oh, yeah. I feel that. <laughs> okay, so you guys know he's a makeup artist, so you know we're going to get some makeup questions. But we're going to do a couple of more topics. We got stuff to talk about, y'all. So what do you want me to call you on here? Because I want to—I don't know if I should call you by your name on Instagram or what, should, what, should, what you want me to call you. Usually, I'm just so, I'm so simple and chill. I'm like, just call me Chris. Yeah, okay, yes. I'll call you Chris. Okay, okay, I want to know from Chris. This is my first question to Chris. Your background and how you got started, you told me on the uh, red carpet it was from your mom and doing makeup. Correct. Okay. So can you tell us a backstory on that, and then we'll get started with some more questions. Well, you know, when it comes to, like, the makeup realm, you know, when I, when I first started doing makeup, I saw my mom always getting glammed up, and I was just like, you know what? It's cute, but and it's just, like, the artistic side of me. It's just like, I know we can, like, elevate this look. Brighten it up. Brighten it up. And I was like, you know what? Let me try. Uh, let me try out makeup. Let me try to experiment just so we can see if we can create this red lipstick. And we, can, for example, if her her lipsticks were kind of like a little bit smudgy, so I've Altino shade. I love you, mom. Te amo. But <laughs> you know, I literally just like let me see if we can elevate this to a new look, and it just kind of just went on from there. And I think how old were you? I think I was roughly what like eleven or twelve years old. It was like in middle school. Did you ever play in makeup and stuff like that? Like, some people say they played in makeup as a kid. That's how they got started. Or you just looked at your mom and was like, I could make that better. Pretty, I think a little bit of both. Um, obviously, I think that was the motivation. My mom, um, just me trying to improve her glam. And then also, I used to be in the arts. I used to act. I used to mm -hmm. do all that stuff. And there's always some type of makeup. Even if it's not like a glam makeup, it can be like... Blood makeup. We can do something with a little bit of bruising or like. Oh, all so that you sort. just like makeup in general? In general. And I, okay. I mean, hey, it worked out. Okay. <laughs> so when it was the age that you said, okay, this should be my career? By the age of like around 16, 17 years old, mm -hmm. I, I've, I've had the confidence to be like, you know what? I was trying to apply to all the colleges. Unfortunately, even community colleges, I didn't get in, or it was always some type of trouble with the legality of stuff. Oh, wow. Which is weird. Not the community college? Community college, yeah. Oh, wow. Let's talk to them. They need to help us out. Pandemic, we can get in now. Trust me. That part. <laughs> and then I was like, you know what? I want to pursue makeup. And... Ooh. That's me. Oh, you're good. And then pretty much I was like, 
So I, I started just doing makeup. Um, when I had the balls to do, um, to do makeup professionally, it was around, like I said, 16, 17. And I, luckily, my history teacher in high school, she offered me a job. This was, like, out of school. Like, if you want to do a makeup gig in a fashion show, um, and... From there, it kind of just went on, to be honest. Dang. See, you know what? Teachers be believing in you. Some of the teachers gave us confidence. How did you build your confidence being a makeup artist? Because you had to build that confidence in order to say, I'm going to make up other people's faces. Because I know you started on your mom's, then you started on yours. So Correct. how did that go? Um, it's honestly, the confidence just kind of came in once you have pretty much an education and just learning the basics of it. Pers- I mean, everyone has a di- there's a different aspects of basic um mm-hmm. learning the basics for me for me particularly was complexion okay i always wanted to study the face whether it's in the lightest shade or in the deepest shade i like to understand the undertones how can we emphasize it how can we complement um even if it's just like a no effort makeup look or we can do how mm-hmm. can we do this little lift just to okay. give you that nice little sculpted like jawline Oh, you know what? Do you always, do you, okay, so I always go to makeup artists and they be like, oh, I love your eyes. I could do so much with your eyes. So do you have those times where you like, I don't know what I could do with this face. It's not going to work. Um, or you can always do something as a makeup artist to, to make somebody enhance somebody. Yes and no. Because like, for example, in situations when I did a music video, this girl wanted um, her um, her glam to be more like in a natural look, but in a way, some clients don't understand what natural is. And when I drew a, a little bit of a contour color, that was, quote, unquote, too much. So just trying to understand both sides of it. Because I, when I see someone's makeup, I'm, when, when someone requests me to do a makeup look, obviously I can do it. Mm-hmm. And I always try to teach them. I try to use my mom or my friends as, like, a dummy to try it out, see how to, yeah. it goes. But it's, there's no excuse. You can you um, have to do it. Okay. So coming out... How was that for you? Because if I, I mean, as a, I, I'm not a mother now, but do you feel like your mother already knew before you came out or what age did you come out? Can you tell us that story? Well, I mean, I, I think the signs were always there as a kid in kindergarten. I mean, mind you, I never went to preschool as a, to add it on there. But when I started kindergarten, I had a situation where this boy wanted to kiss me and I forgot what it was, but his name is Francisco. Shout out to Francisco if you're watching this. <laughs> But I was hey, like, hey, Francisco. Hi. <laughs> and literally, I was like, he came up to me. I forgot how it was, how it happened, but he kissed me in the lips. And my reaction is, you know, if you're Latino, you know, you watch telenovelas. When the guy kissed the girl, the girl slaps the hell out of him. And in my mindset, I was like, okay, let me slap him. And <laughs> my mom found out that I slapped a kid because he kissed me in the mouth. And I was just like, that's what I thought um, you guys do. But oh, from the culture. From the culture of it, obviously, I didn't understand a damn thing. I was like, damn near what, six years old? <laughs> like, don't kiss me. I'm telling my mama. That so part. at that age, that's when you figured out, like, so you liked it. Um, not really. It was something that's always mm. been there. It wasn't more like I like it. It was kind of in a way normalized. Yeah. Um, it's like it's different with everyone. I can never say it's that's how the gay experience is. But personally, for me, it's always something that I knew it was always in me. But you know, no kid's gonna learn about you know sexual stuff at the age of six. You know, yeah. we're kids, innocence. But I always knew something about it. And just once my hormones started kicking in by the age of eleven, it was just like oh. Wait, and just to start an experiment and just having proper education, obviously, personally for me, that's just how I am. 
Um, and I, in a way, I kind of came out at the age of what, 13 and 14. And I said, I, I, I told my mom, I'm bi. Because I was still trying to experiment with girls. Because when I was younger, everyone told me, you have to marry a girl. You have to mm-hmm. marry under the church. And, you know, I'll do, no, I'm, I respect everyone's religion or yeah. background. But personally, for me, I didn't see myself um, marrying. marrying a woman, I, let alone trying to impregnate a woman. <laughs> oh, you like, no, not for me. Not for so me. So you never, you don't want kids. Oh, I definitely want kids. I just didn't see myself. Having them with a woman. Correct. So, I, go ahead, go ahead. I definitely want to have a kid, but I wouldn't, um, I would probably do the surrogacy route just because I definitely want it out of my own blood. Yeah. That's just me, though. Question. Yes. Do you see what everything is going on that our generation now, the generation now, let's say the mil- millenniums, would you consider yourself a, what is it, a millennium? Mille- millennium? Millennium. Would you consider yourself a millennium? Honestly, I don't even know. I don't know. <laughs> I, I was born in 2000. Y'all can match Oh, that yeah, up. you're, yeah, yeah. <laughs> a millennial, right? Yeah, you, you are. 2000? I'm a 2000s baby. Okay, I feel real old right here because I was in the 80s. For real? Yeah. It's okay. We could pass that question, that answer. Black don't cry. Okay, okay. Okay. <laughs> so listen, do you feel like the generation today, it's mental health month. Yes. So the generation today, I've been saying they have paved the way. And I mean, they have not say paved the way because everybody had a mama where they expressed themselves. But I feel like this generation has been able to express themselves more than any generation. Me being alive, I don't, you know, I can't tell about what happened when I wasn't here. We only can hear what happened. But me being here for 36 years, I see this generation is more expressive about their feelings, about how they feel, even coming out, being a transgender people and stuff like that. Do you feel like that affects the kids that's growing up after you guys? In a way, it's very, because like, it's very touchy, obviously. And mm-hmm. Do you think it confuses people? The kids. The kids, when it comes to learning about sexuality, there's there should always be a filter. Yeah. Um, for example, my sister, for the first time, mind you, she's only 11, she's in fifth grade, they were coming out with LGBT books, and I was very, very surprised, because I was just like... Books? books at the school? About, books at school. But in a way, my first impression, I was like, oh, no, we cannot talk about sexuality. You're, like, you're too young. Yeah. That's always been my mindset about that. But it wasn't talking about sexual orientation. It was talking about a mayor that was just gay and loved other loved the same person. Mm. And in a way, I'm, I, even for me, I might sound like a hypocrite. Yeah, I definitely don't want to... Sh- fully show it out when they're younger but at the same time um i do want kids to be slightly educated and uh, and just kind of make stories about it and not talk about it in the aspects of sexual orientation but talk about talk about it in the aspects as a person that's just completely different um let me see which one happened which one just happened oh was it that one let's see let me try it out. you can see yeah, um, I'm going to add something to what he's saying while he had to handle something real quick. Is that one? Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I want to add, yeah, keep, you could keep going on with that. Like, you feel like, no, we shouldn't really, it's too, if they're too young to know the the bigger picture. Correct. You know, 
But you think that they should get educated in a different way. In a different way, definitely. Like making just fun stories as like um, the the girl that likes that likes girls. That's a president, you know, a female president with a with a wife. But don't even like fully talk about the details of it. Just and now, like for example, even in kids stories, like Steven Universe, they have LGBT characters, or they're you can tell they're LGBT and they're different, but. You don't. They don't talk about the sex part at all. That's kind of yeah. like my thing. Don't ever talk about the sex part with kids. Yeah. Once until either they ask you, or when you start seeing the signs. Yeah, because I feel like kids are always curious, uh, but I do feel like we should shelter them with some things. Correct. Like at an early age, I used to see a friend in her. With a mom, two moms. She called them both mom, moms. She called them moms. And as a kid, I was like, what is she talking about? That is, don't you only got one mom? And I'm only like 11. So I'm like, what's wrong with her? Like, you know what I'm saying? But those were the things in our culture we never talked about. It was like, they were gay, and we didn't say they were gay. It was just like, they're together, but nobody's saying nothing too much about it. So do you feel like in that sense, you're saying That's like. That's pretty much in that sense of it, like just. Filtering it, having some type of like boundary to it. Boundary to it. I never liked, and this is not just with um, LGBT stuff, but even with straight people. Yeah, I I sheltered my brother and my sister when it comes to just straight sex. I guess how you can say it. <laughs> um, and I, I always shelter, shelter that because it's like it's normalized for them to see it on TV. Um, so it's it was it's always like how can I say it? I always just filter every single thing, regardless of what sexuality you are. Yeah, they need to grow up and understand it. Like, sometimes you kind of got to go through things to understand it. So I feel like that is something that is so touchy that you have to literally sit down when they talk to you, that they know this and they see this, talk to them about it. You know, I think it's too much when it gets to the cartoons. Like, but I Mm -hmm. understand why it's like that, because now it's expressed that we can be these people and we're happy, not people, but we can be a transgender, we can be gay, and we can be happy. And that's all good because I love the gay people, LBGTQ community. So anyway, I have to get to another thing for you. On this topic that we're talking about, the LGBTQ community, I want to ask you, do you be around straight men? This is your question. Do you be around straight men and do straight men, look at them, look at them, (laughs) I'm ready. (laughs) (laughs) Do straight men always feel like you're out to talk to them? Um, hell no. Okay, so they don't think that. Um, I don't. I don't think that they. It it depends with on the type of person. Some I I can say yeah, definitely yes, but Mm -hmm. I don't find y'all attractive. Like you might look good looking, (laughs) but that's about it. Like you want somebody on your side, what you what you flowing with? Not correct. And then I mean, and then also for like my gay friends that are watching talk about that later but <laughs> i definitely i i have um always passed and always um was confronted in situations when it comes to straight men feeling like i'm trying to get get on them i'm just like number one that sounds so that sounds sus as fuck like why are you so pressed over my presence oh uh, that's literally like that's literally point blank period why are you why do you feel threatened of my, of my of my presence i'm not even acknowledging you why? And they still would think that. And they still think that. And it's just like, look, if I don't want you, no female wants you either. So, like, 
That's all Tino shade. Like no, he didn't say. Him. I don't want you no female. Want you? You heard that straight man? Don't be coming for him. Literally, not. the thing is, I mind my business. Mm-hmm. I eat my dinner. I I I have to pay my bills. He do his skin flawless. He does makeup. Okay. Like if anything, you need to approach me so you can get so you can hit me up so you can ask so you can get your girl's makeup done if you ever want to. You know. Oh. Have a little free glam session. He know? put a little in there for you. <laughs> Literally. Literally. Okay. So question, another question for you. Is there anything off limits for you um, with um, expressing yourself to the world? Because you are, I, I would call you a, a social media brand. Yes. Uh, is there anything that you won't show? The only thing I honestly would never show um, honestly, what don't I show? <laughs> I know I don't show certain things when it comes to sexuality. I think I don't always talk about, I think till now, um, just expressing my sexuality and my, and my experience with it. At mm-hmm. first I was really, really just shy because I, like, I don't ever want to have my words misconstrued because honestly yes. it wasn't ever the, the fear of me being gay. It was the fear of what the public would say. But honestly, I just, you know. Now you don't I, care. I don't give a fuck. You're, are you your ambassador for some things? Social media ambassador, you would call um, yourself? Definitely, I've, I'm representing brands. Um, I definitely am presenting with, representing with Ipsy. Ipsy's always been like one of like my favorite brands, and mm-hmm. that's and that's that's not just me saying just because like I'm with them, but because look at look at my skin. <laughs> look at my look skin. At the skin. Y'all need to look at my skin. Like it's really, really good, and I take care of it really, really well. And yes. also, they always supported me as a smaller creator, um, just to brand myself and just be myself and just show the world my story. And I'm glad that you were able to be yourself because he's literally what he is on social media is literally what he is off the camera. That part <laughs> for social media question. Yes. Do you feel pressure? From social media to be who you are, like be your true self. I don't honestly feel pressure when it comes to me being myself in the gay aspect of it because mm-hmm. I think it's it's pretty clear for me visually. Um, <laughs> he is funny, <laughs> right? But the only Period. pressure that I really, really have is just keep constantly posting entertainment content or just trying to post. Just content in general, because sometimes I get really, really drained. Because I'm, mind you, I have, I work two jobs. Um, I literally do makeup on the side. Sometimes some of my clients don't want to get their pictures taken, and or for NDA purposes, like I can't post my work. So sometimes mm-hmm. when I want to come home, I don't want to come in and just like post content. I, sometimes I just want to go to the gym. Sometimes I want to go to sleep. <laughs> you can make your content to the gym. You know, people be making it like that. Like they go to the store and they make content. I'm like. See, I, can't, I don't want to do I at the store. I, I can't the con- do that. Yeah, I don't want people looking at me while I'm carrying a camera. Like, what is wrong with her? Like, don't mind me. Mind your business. <laughs> is it somewhere <laughs> that you've been did did content and people was looking at you like, go sit down? Um, yeah, but uh, I mean, when I was, I, mind you, I have my friends help me out and film content all the time. Um, when I go to the store, I want to do like a little cute little photo shoot at like a Mexican market. Oh, or that's I'm, cute. And I mean, I see some like straight people, gay people, everyone in, in general, just like, what is he doing here? <laughs> but I also have the ones that be hyping me up and gassing me up. So I'm just yes, like, yes, I'm definitely going to gas you up if I see you. Yes. Give me some. Give me some right now. Hey, hey. Ooh, give me. Give, give, I need y'all <laughs> see that. <laughs> I need you to say something sexy in Spanish. Um. 
Hola, ¿cómo estás? <laughs> that is so funny. I always like to hear people speak Spanish. I don't know. It's a thing of mine. I don't know what it is. Gusta? I don't know what you said. You like it? Oh, I like it. I like it a lot. <laughs> anyway, this is your last question. Yes. Are you ready for it? I'm ready. Okay. Branding yourself. Yourself. Not other people brand. Branding yourself. Mm -hmm. How important it is to choose brands that is... Um, that represents me? Yes, that represents you more than the brand. Because, you know, people get brand deals... And the brand deals don't even, you know you're not it's drinking teas and not doing that. So Yeah. I, def, I mean, I definitely don't. I've gotten a lot of offers when it comes to, like, um, modeling with some glasses, modeling with some mm -hmm. lollipops. And I've gotten, like, some weird ones that I can, like. Lollipops? Lollipops. Like, dieting, dieting lollipops. Oh, and okay. Like, just random stuff like watches and i'm just like yeah i get it. it's like in a clothing aspect but like it, it's not my aesthetic it's not my taste so it's like something that i just wouldn't do most of the um brands that what i would prefer to represent me are brands that are just beauty related skincare related makeup related mm -hmm. and that's about it just because that's something that i can actually not just not just because I like it, just because I can actually educate the person with the product. Yes. Because the most important thing about me as a person on social media and or off camera or doing clients, it's education when it comes to beauty. Okay. I love that. And I love you for coming to the show. Thank you. You know, this is my last night in the studio, y'all. So I, want, I wanted to leave with this, like, um, follow all your dreams, because <laughs> everybody know I came to the studio leaving a, a radio show, so now I did my separate thing on my own. This is not the last you were here for me, but my last day in the studio, I just want to say keep following your dreams, keep keeping them alive, keep putting content out there. Pushing it, y'all. Mm -hmm. Consistency is key, y'all. Yes, consistency is key. And I want you guys to know, even when you have a setback, be ready for that major comeback. And on that note, you know the vibes. It's your girl, G9. And say your name and your Instagram and where they can find you. Christian Layout. And my Instagram name is at crazy.kid, C-R-A-Z-I-I dot kid, y'all. And that was your girls. And that was crazy, kid. Let's get out of here. Bye, y'all. Bye, y'all. <laughs>